This is Declan Spring. Welcome to the podcast. Let's talk with Declan Spring. Okay, so today I am at a listing of mine. It's on tour. This is a broker tour. So I am at this listing. I'm waiting on agents to come by in the hopes that they might have buyer clients interested in this property. And I thought today, May 16th, I would grab my podcast gear and see if I can interview agents from the property here as they come through, if they're willing to share their commentary about the current market, because it's changed a lot. It's wobbled from its dizzying heights of, let's say, February, March of this year. Interest rates have doubled, and uh, there doesn't seem to be as much buyer activity. And there's some interesting and peculiar uh, aspects to the market that, uh, that are a cause for concern. And I want to see what my colleagues in the industry are noticing. And so, welcome to the podcast. Let's see who is willing to chat with me. So as I wait for some agents to come and be interviewed, I want to just read through the most recent data, and this is just released this week by um, Eamon Darrow, who does the data for uh, Red Oak Realty agents. And uh, so what we're learning this week is, and this is with respect to in-house data at Red Oak Realty, which is a pretty good measure of the local East Bay market. Okay, we can see that market, the market is strong. Prices are near all-time highs, and homes are selling at an average of 25% East Bay-wide over listing price, with an average of about four offers. Now, let me just unpack that a little, because that's going to include everywhere from San Leandro through Oakland, Berkeley, Albany, El Cerrito, Kensington, all the way up to uh, North Richmond and into El Sobrante. So not all neighborhoods are going to perform the same. And and let's just talk about what does it mean that things are selling on average 25% over listing price? Well, I prefer to say things are still listing an average of 25% below their anticipated sales price. That's the correct way to think about that. Now you're thinking like a realtor when you think like that. So here's the thing. Inventory is growing. So we are getting more properties on market. And this could imply that buyers have more homes to choose from, which could put downward pressure on sellers and list and uh, sales prices. So it's important, I think, for folks who are looking to sell property right now that their expectations be set correctly. Things are a little wobbly. Okay. This month's supply of inventory or listings on market uh, shows how long it would take to sell all homes that are currently on the market. And this number has been growing over the past four weeks, reflecting an increasing buyer's market, which is kind of unusual for this time of the year. The numbers this year are tracking closely with 2021 for new listings. Okay, so the number of new contracts and purchase offers that are being ratified written each week varies, but numbers are broadly trending downward. If new listings are increasing and new contracts are declining, we may see 
Increased inventory in the coming weeks, again, putting downward pressure on sellers and listing prices. Year-to-date, when comparing 2022 to the previous year, the total number of new listings is flat, but the number of new contracts is down 10%. Now, 2021 was an unusually competitive year, so it's not surprising that 2022 is less active. The total number of properties under contract is decreasing slightly, and that's unusual for spring. So we're seeing a little shift in the market with sales price at record highs, but flat through 2022, and in some cases lower than 2021. The price over asking, as I said, averages in the East Bay 25%, which is uh, slightly lower than 2021. And the average number of offers is still respectable. It's about three to four East Bay wide, three to four offers on home. The, but the number's in decline. And I think at its peak, at uh, certain points in 2021, we were at an average number of seven to eight offers. What I'm interested in finding out with agents who sit with me here is, you know, if we're seeing more property come to market at the moment, as we get closer to uh, the disruption that summer is going to bring invariably. Um, are we going to inch more steadily towards a buyer's market? I mean, think about it, right? This summer, people are going to travel, I think, more than they have in the last couple of years. Let's face it, there's there's less concern about COVID and I think the news from the travel industry is that they're looking forward to a fairly good year. And so if people in the East Bay are taken off and the Bay Area are taken off to travel and enjoy a summer like they haven't had in a few years, or at least a couple of years, uh, is that going to really disrupt the real estate market, especially with um, more listings coming on as we approach Memorial Day? I had a, an agent through just now. She didn't want to go on record, but we were talking about interest rates and, you know, interest rates have doubled. Have they really, though? You know, her, um, her comment was that have interest rates really doubled or have they just normalized? Have they gone back to pre-pandemic? Are they where they're supposed to be? In other words, low interest rates over the last couple of years were an anomaly, but now we're back to a more normalized kind of interest rate. Actually, historically, it's still a very low interest rate. Even at 6%, it would be quite low historically. The other thing we talked about was, you know, what's the impact right now on the fact that people's stock portfolio is worth a whole lot less than it was, say, a couple of months ago? Uh, there's, you know, you got to be more serious if you're going to pull uh, money out of a stock portfolio right now and put it into real estate. Of course, I think it's a much smarter investment in many ways, uh, especially over the long term. They say real estate's a great hedge against inflation. I believe it's true. All right, let's see if I can actually get somebody to sit here with me.
right. So <laughs> I've got Tim and Hannah Kearns uh, are sitting here with me. I'm really excited that Tim is willing to tell me a little about what he's seeing in the market. Tim, what are you seeing in the market? Well, we had an experience last week where we had a listing that we had a certain number of confirmed offers, and we had a couple of people pull out right at the last minute because of the stock market tanking 10, 12%, whatever it did, and a little bit related to the crypto market. And uh, we still had good, strong offers. We still exceeded our expectations, but we had six offers instead of eight. And those two particular people who pulled out was just a good reminder that as a buyer, um, it's a really good idea to have your money, to know that you have it, uh, not in crypto, not in the stock market, not in your IRA, um, that before you really get serious about writing offers, right. Get that money into a place where you can actually access it, where it's liquid, where it's cash, so that you know how much you have to spend. Yeah. Okay. It's not at the whim of the market, but you pulled it already. It's available. It's liquid, ready. It's it's ready to go. And I know people say, well, if I leave, leave it in there another week, I'll have more. Well, sometimes you leave it in and you have less. So I am with uh, Anissa Burnley with Compass. Thank you so much, Anissa. What? What are you? (laughs) Will you speak into the mic though? Sure. Yeah, and if you need to turn it there, just go like that. Um, So, what are you seeing in the market right now with your buyers and sellers? Is it softening? I think we've seen a very slight softening in the market. Uh, Some buyers who are a little a little bit more hesitant to commit to purchasing just because of the interest rate change that's gone up so significantly in the last few months and seeing that difference in their mortgage payment. So you have seen, I think, less buyer traffic. We've also seen a change in with some sellers uh, out of concern for uh, the low inventory we're seeing. Uh, and in addition to that, the interest rate which change, changes their mortgage payment pretty significantly. So uh, their concern isn't so much on being able to sell their property. Uh, there's still high demand in the buyer market, but unfortunately they have some concerns in the inventory side, being able to buy something themselves and oh, right. so digesting that So a replacement that property is becoming a concern for people who might otherwise have listed or sold a property by now. They're yes. like a little concerned because they can't find something. Right. So they can't move into something new. Yes. That's, that's very interesting. You know, I was thinking too about people who might want to sell property if if they've refied like so many people over the last few years and now you're at a 3% or better interest rate, you know, sellers might start to feel a little locked in. I mean, because, because hey, that 3%, like you got to think very long and hard and carefully about, uh, you know, a new purchase when rates are double what you're, you know, what you're at right now with your existing home. Without a doubt, I think um, any particular person who's you know captured that wonderful three percent or less mortgage rate um, should have that concern. That said, we're still at pretty remarkable uh, rates. Yeah. Uh, still lower than our inflation rate, and so you know I would say to any of those buyers or people who have just you know maybe refied into a lower rate and want to take money out of their homes uh, to either sell or even to improve their properties, uh, that it's still a good time to take advantage of a very low interest rate historically. And, um, you know, we haven't hit, hit, uh, yet hit, um, you know, 7% or something crazy. And if you look at kind of historical rates where you've been higher than double digits. Uh, so, you know, I would say still to buyers, it's still a good time to lock into a rate, look at the inflation rate. And anytime you're going to be lower than that rate, you'll be in a good mortgage payment. So uh, you might end up paying a little bit more now, but um, it's still uh, a good investment uh, considering other options. Excellent. Hey, thanks a lot, Anissa. I really appreciate you sitting down for a few sure. minutes. Sure. Thanks a lot, Declan. Okay.
And you know, Anissa brings up a good point, speaking about inflation. There's an interesting um, daily podcast. This is the New York Times podcast every morning, mostly Monday through Friday, called The Daily. And their podcast uh, on The Daily, let's see, what day was this? It was May 12th, 2022. That podcast was titled, Why Inflation Doesn't Affect Us All the Same. And so not everybody experiences inflation equally was uh, the topic that they were exploring. And uh, I will put a, um, a link in the notes. There's a personal inflation calculator so that you can understand um, what inflation, what your personal inflation rate is. And uh, it's an interesting exercise and worth doing. Interestingly, I discovered from that uh, podcast that younger people are less impacted by inflation than older people. And retirees will have a different rate of inflation or be impacted differently. So it's, so it's kind of interesting to use tools that can bring you to a better understanding of what inflation actually means to you personally and your family. Okay, well, look, I'm satisfied. That's the best I can do today. That's everyone who's willing to chat with me here at the open house. So um, short podcast, but uh, this is officially my kickoff for podcasting in 2022. I, I took a break for several months because uh, my partner, Denitza, and I, you know, were launching our team and that took several months of concentration and focus. Uh, but now that we're uh, comfortably up and running as a team, I am very happy to revisit podcasting and uh, get some more episodes released. I actually have my next one um, ready to edit, and uh, it should be fun, hopefully within a week. It's with um, Brian Cogley, and Brian Cogley is a very well-known and highly regarded local home inspector, and I just wanted to chit-chat in a very nerd-like fashion with uh, Brian about the benefits of a home inspection and what it's really good for. So that's coming up in the next week. Um, this was recorded on May 16th, and I hope to release this the same day. I should be able to, seeing as it's short. So in the meantime, um, any agents out there want to discuss the state of the current market, this will be a recurring theme over the next couple of months for sure. It's highly relevant, and I think I'll have some more consumer-focused uh, podcasts like the Home Inspection Podcast um, in the next couple of months. So thanks for listening, and you can reach me at 415-446-8591, 415-446-8591. I'm always happy to get comments, uh, suggestions, or feedback, so please call me. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the rest of the day. If you think this podcast would be useful to anybody, please consider sharing it. Thank you so much.